0: Right now, one of our top stories on our website, globalnews.ca, is a jaw-dropper by our consumer reporter Sean O'Shea, who reports that travelers entering Canada by air can avoid paying that $1,000 bill for mandatory quarantine because it turns out the federal government is going to pay your bill. Now. Sean interviewed an Ontario woman who recently returned from abroad. We agreed not to identify her because she fears reprisals from the government for speaking out about her experience.
1: I had a hotel booked at the airport for the three-day three-day stay that's required.
0: And so she did everything that was, she was supposed to. And when she showed up, she found out that that hotel was full. And so she was taken to another hotel. She describes it this way.
1: It's uh, considered um, a quarantine facility and it's also garbed out that way, if you will. The, the lobby does not resemble a lobby. It resembles uh, more of an emergency um, admitting station. It's all draped in plastic and stuff like that. There are no personnel, just uh, two nurses when you come in.
0: So she goes in. So what happened next? Sean O'Shea, our consumer reporter, is on the
1: line. Welcome, Sean. Hi, Alan. Thanks for having me on. You summarized it very well to that point. So what happens next? So she comes in, and she has every intention of paying that 1050 or so dollars for the three-day mandatory quarantine in one of these 19 hotels. But there's a problem with the reservation when she arrives at 3 in the morning. And according to her... Public Health uh, Ontario tried to find her another hotel, couldn't do it, at which point she's sent to one of these government facilities. And that's where the story gets interesting, because one of these government facilities, there are two of them in Toronto, one at the Hilton, and one at the Radisson out by the airport. These ones, unlike the other hotels, are entirely controlled by the government. Nobody in, nobody out without going through security. And the other factor in this is that once you go there and, and you're accommodated, you pay nothing. You pay absolutely nothing, even if you want to pay. And so the question here is, well, why would anybody want to pay if they could not pay? Because that's, in fact, what would happen. If you told the people at the airport, the Public Health Agency of Canada, people that you couldn't afford a place to stay in quarantine, they will send you to one of these facilities, food, accommodation nice bed it's actually one of the nicer hotels these are two of the nicer hotels on the strip and you pay nothing and a lot of people don't know that
0: huh and uh, the, there are more stringent requirements you heard her describe there that this is a different kind of situation than the hotel where she was unable to stay where she apparently had a reservation but couldn't stay but are is it relatively the same you can stay about the you stay them out the the same amount of time and then you're allowed to leave
1: it's same and it's different, Alan. So the hotels look the same. They have the same sort of feel. But once you get into the hotel, you're staying in the room absolutely without any kind of a break. The other thing that was interesting to her and to us was that when you ask where you're going, bear in mind, she's taken there in a bus at three in the morning and everything is blacked out. They would not tell her where she was going. They said they couldn't disclose that, of course, with technology and looking around the room and putting a pin on her phone, she was able to determine that she was at the Hilton. But they tell you in the in the materials in the room that you're not allowed to disclose where you are at the time or after, that you're not allowed to take any photographs at the time. So these are these are differences from being in a regular hotel. And yes, as you point out, the rules as far as staying there, you may have to stay there for up to 14 days uh, versus staying uh, as, as few as one to two to three days at your own hotel. But the difference is, taxpayer, the government of Canada, you and me, we're paying for that accommodation for that entire time if somebody is staying in that particular facility.
0: Sean, did we get any sense how many people might just be saying, I can't afford it and I'll go over to that free
1: one? Well, it's a good question. We contacted uh, the Public Health Agency of Canada last week. Uh, They provided us a reference back to their website. That was their first comment, and we pursued that, and they told us yesterday they'd have a comment, and they didn't. Bottom line is we don't know. But the reality is that that hotel that she went to, that government facility, is designed for people whose hotel rooms don't work out or who declare as somebody could, but she didn't, but who declare, I don't want to pay. It's also where people who are COVID-19 positive are sent. That's an important point here. These particular hotels are there for that purpose. So she didn't want to be there. She didn't want to be in the same hotel, possibly on the same floor or floors, with people who tested positive, because anybody who tests positive, at and when the test result comes back from the other hotel, is moved to one of these places. So we don't know. We'll probably have to do a, a privacy search, uh, a public search on that. But the reality is, you can do it, and uh, and it's not like saying. I'm not going to go in quarantine, and you'll have to face a ticket or possible prosecution. You don't have to do that. You can simply say I'm not prepared. I'm not prepared to pay, and they will accommodate you.
0: It's funny, you know, Sean. You've done so much reporting at the ho- at the uh, airport over this the course of this pandemic. Let me just relay something that every time I open the phone lines up and, and we talk about what's going on in Canada, I, I just get a number of people who are remain convinced that plane load upon plane load of people are coming into Pearson uh, and then they are heading off into the community and that this continues to be a big problem with infection. Can you give me a reality check on any of that?
1: I think I see the same kind of comments on social media, Alan. I don't see that from, from what we've seen. Yes, when somebody arrives at the airport, Uh, there's a degree of freedom. If you decide that you're not going to go to the quarantine, if you decide to hop into a car and leave, uh, you face a ticket, but you don't face arrest. So that is possible. In all of the many days we've been at the airport reporting on various things, including this, uh, the vast majority of people are following the rules, as we've seen it. They go to the airport hotel, they follow the quarantine, they go home. Now, beyond that, we don't know when they get home, whether they're following the quarantine. But at the point of arrival, Uh, And for people I've spoken to over the last few weeks, that appears to be the case. People fear that people are not following all of the rules, and certainly some people don't follow the rules. But as they're set up right now, people, as I've said, uh, for the most part, I think, follow the rules. And as I'm reporting here today, I'm not encouraging people not to pay at all. I'm just pointing out that people who choose not to pay can do so legally and not face any consequences of getting a bill in the mail later or a ticket from the government because they decide that they're not going to quarantine.
0: Yeah, and I don't think many Canadians realize that that is the case. Thank you, Sean, I appreciate your reporting. Thanks again for coming on.
1: Thank you, Alan, all the best.
0: That is Sean O'Shea, Global News reporter, and you can see and read Sean's story about how Canadians and travelers can return to this country and not actually have to pay to stay in one of those hotels. That is online now on globalnews.ca.